Good morning to Sri Radha Kalachanji Dam. Good morning to all of the assembled devotees. Of course, those that are seen and those that are unseen. Whenever the scriptures are read, there is always an assembly of devotees. So this morning we're going to cover, um, let's see, chapter 12, uh, uh, Canto 12, chapter 13, text 13. And we're going to put it up on the board shortly. And we're talking about the glories of Srimad Bhagavatam. We've gone through the glories of uh, the Srimad Bhagavatam summarized. Now we are discussing the actual glories of Srimad Bhagavatam. But before we discuss it, we always like to get the mercy by singing. Jayarada Madhava. Jayarada Madhava. Unjabihari. Jayarada Madhava. Kunja Jaya Gopi Shanavalaba Kirivara Dari Jaya Gopi Shanavalaba Kirivara Dari Yamuna Tiravanachari Yamuna Tiravanachari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabihari Jaya Radham Madhava Kunjabihari Jaya Gopi Janavalaba Yiridharadari Jaya Gopi Janavalaba Giridharadari Yashoda Nandana Brajajara Ranjanan Yashoda Nandana Brajajara Ranjanan Yamuna Tiravanachari 
यमुना तीरावनचारी हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे जय राधा कवचन जी राधा कवचन जी राधे जय राधा कवचन जी राधा कवचन जी राधे जय जय जगन्नाथ 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 जय जय जगन्नाथ जय जय पवदेव 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 जय जय पवदेव जय जय सुभद्रा 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 जय जय सुभद्रा जय जय सुभद्रा 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 जय जय सुभद्रा जय जय गोर्णिथाय 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 जय जय गोर्णिथाय 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 जय जय गोर्णिथाय Hari bol, nitai goro hari bol, nitai goro hari bol, hari bol, hari bol, nitai goro hari bol. Let's see, we're covering text 13 of Canto 12. Chapter 13. And before I read the shloka, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Text 13 And again, it's almost unbelievable that it's possible to cover the glories of the Srimad Bhagavatam, but it has expertly been done by the designated disciples after Srila Prabhupada left his body um, of his disciples they've completed this and it gives you just enough nectar to encourage you to be curious about wanting to read 
Srimad Bhagavatam. Text 13. Prostapadyam Purnamasyam Emasima Sanmaditam Dadatiyo Bhagavatam Sayati Paramam Gatim Prostapadyam Purnamasyam Emasimha Samanvitam Dadatiyo Bhagavatam Sayati Paramam Gatim Prostapadyam Purnamasyam Emasimha Samanvitam Dadatiyo Bhagavatam Sayati Paramam Gatim Either one of you want to try to repeat that? Or we'll just go on to the word for word? I won't pressure you. Word for word. Prastapadyam. In the month of Bhadra. Purnamasyam. On the full moon day. Ima Simha. Upon a golden throne, Samanvitam, seated, Dadati, gives as a gift, Ya, who, Bhagavatam, Srimad Bhagavatam, Saha, he, Yati, goes, Paramam, to the Supreme, Gatim, destination. Translation here is if on the full moon day of the month of Bhadra, one places Srimad Bhagavatam on a golden throne and gives it as a gift, he will attain the supreme transcendental destination. Hmm. Again, if on the full moon day, of the month of Bhadra, one places Srimad Bhagavatam on a golden throne and gives it as a gift, he will attain the supreme transcendental destination. And the purport here for text 13 is that one should place Srimad Bhagavatam on a golden throne because it is the king of all literature. On the full moon day of the month of Bhadra, the sun which is compared to the king of literatures is present in the constellation Leo and looks as if raised up on a royal throne. According to astrology, the sun is said to be exalted in the sign of Leo. Thus one may unreservedly worship Srimad Bhagavatam, the supreme divine scripture. Namon Vishnipadaya Krishna Pastaya Buddha Srimad Bhagavatam Tiswami Chilamadu Omam Kyana Tamarandasya Dhananjana Shalakaya Chapter Nilitam Nina Tashma Shri Chitanya Namabishtam Stathitam Nina Buddha Swami Pukadama Swami Pukadama 
I am always amazed each time any of us are given the opportunity to relish the nectar of the scriptures. And when our minds are strong enough to handle the fact that there are 400,000 texts in the combined literatures of the Vedic scripture, but not to worry, no time is lost, because if one is not able to go through all of the scriptures in one's lifetime, we have been given the essence of all the scriptures, and they are compiled in the Srimad Bhagavatam. And in the Srimad Bhagavatam, there are 18,000 texts. It's very readable. And the Lord is so merciful. So very merciful. The Srila Prabhupada was loaned to us temporarily. And he didn't waste any time in distributing the word. And the nectar of the scriptures. In his short lifetime on this earth. And it was very short. He compiled so many scriptures. And it makes one think whether or not we're actually utilizing our time properly. Because Srila Prabhupada was an elderly person. And actually elderly has very little meaning now because it generally means someone that's getting old and they're about to leave their bodies. But if you look around you, you will notice that those that are leaving their bodies are sometimes just a couple of days old, a couple of months old, and a couple of years old. So every day we're becoming elderly. And actually it's a blessing to even get to the point where one is considered elderly. But I'm going off point. The point is so much was done in his lifetime and in the scriptures, the Srimad Bhagavatam scriptures, it gives us information from the point in which we enter the world, in ending at the point. Well, not so much ending at the point because life doesn't end, but going to the point of leaving our bodies and beyond. And as was mentioned yesterday, and I like it when previous lectures fall into place. I mean, well, they always fall into place, but it was mentioned yesterday that the scriptures are written in such a way as to cover the modes of nature. Depending on where we are, whether we're in the mode of passion, the mode of ignorance, the mode of goodness, or the mode of pure goodness, the scriptures are set accordingly. Krishna is so kind 
that he gives you what you need at a particular point in time in which you need it. If you're not able to handle all of the information all at one time, it is broken down to give you what you were able to handle. Even the various religions are set up for those that are only able, well, let me not put it that way, for those that are able to handle a portion of the higher knowledge. And that's okay, because at some point, if they stay on the path, they'll gradually get to the point where they're reaching higher knowledge. The um, the scriptures, the Srimad Bhagavatam, as I said, is the essence of the Vedic knowledge. And it covers all of the key points. And what's interesting is at the very end of the Srimad Bhagavatam, we're even given the instructions on how to distribute the Srimad Bhagavatam, even how to distribute books. Now, Srila Prabhupada has always talked about how important book distribution is. And not everyone is a book distributor, but we all have potential that we do not tap all the time. So even I thought at some point I was not a very good book distributor. But it depends on what your desire is. There's an old saying. I'm not sure what culture it comes from, and it's not really important. Because in essence, we're all one big culture. So let's just say this saying came from our culture. The saying is, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And... To relate it to the scriptures, when you are actually ready to accept this knowledge, it is there and it is available for you, and it's up to you as to what you do to it, as to what extent you understand it, and even if you do not understand it. And that was me the first time I read the Bhagavad Gita. And I call myself doing it as a favor to my brother. You know, he brings me this book. He's so excited. Um, he wants me to read this book. It's like the best book ever. And he lived out of town at the time. So every time he came into town, he would just ask me nicely had I read the book. And after a while, I began to feel guilty. So I finally read the Bhagavad Gita, and I felt like I was doing him a favor. But ultimately... Over time, I discovered that I was doing myself a favor by reading it. You are given the knowledge in proportion to your desire for the knowledge. There is no such thing as one comparing oneself with another person. We can't. We cannot be Srila Prabhupada or Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati, Agor Kishore Das Babaji. We can't be them. We can only use them as 
examples to follow on the path. So when we're studying the scriptures, we do it to the best of our ability. Chances are we may even exceed ourselves in understanding the knowledge. But the point is, the information is there, the scriptures are there, and it's based on when we are ready to read it. Now, the Srimad Bhagavatam, they talk about the month of uh, Bhadra. And I was looking through the... Um, information, devotee information, websites. And according to the Hindu calendar, the month of Bhadra is considered the the sixth month. And that sixth month, from my understanding, is between September and October. Now, I'm almost certain something was mentioned about this yesterday. I could be wrong. But I know that at a specific point, there is a Vajra Purnim. A Purnim is a moon, full moon. So on that uh, particular date, it is most auspicious to distribute the Srimad Bhagavatam. As a matter of fact, it's auspicious and it's very positive to distribute any of the valid, bona fide scriptures. Now, as far as being qualified, as I said, you just have to have the desire. For example, shortly, I lived in Michigan most of my life, and before I got the instructions to come here to Dallas, I wanted to leave something that said I was in Michigan and that I did something positive with the scriptures. So what I did, and as I said, I'm not one that distributes books. I think I did it one time, and it was like, I can't do this again. I can't handle a no. They don't want this. But over time, I discovered if it was a no to the books, it was a no to their wanting higher knowledge. Not to me, but that was my false ego. But getting back to the point of book distribution as an example of thinking that one cannot do it, before I left Michigan, I put a set of books together, uh, the Bhagavad Gita, some of Srila Prabhupada's books, and some of my Srila Gurudev's books, uh, Bhakti Tirta Maharaj books. And I put a set together, and I distributed them to the police departments in the metro areas of Detroit and its surroundings. And I felt like I, I did the right thing, but I was still kind of nervous doing it because I didn't know how the policemen were going to accept this knowledge. This isn't something that you would ordinarily walk into a, a police office with, but I did. And to make it interesting, this may not be humorous to you, but it was to me, because at the time I'm debating in my mind, how am I going to approach them? Well, Krishna arranged that before I started distributing the books, maybe a couple of days before, I twisted my ankle. So you have this vision of this 
lady, this elderly lady, walking into police departments, limping with the scriptures. And I tell you, it had to be the most humbling picture that anyone could see. How could they not take the books? I mean, they had to feel sorry for me. But getting beyond that, every single department that I went into, the police were very happy that someone in the public was thinking about them to the extent of their mental consciousness. And even at one point, one of the police officers was looking at the books and was like, oh, wait a minute, I've been looking for a book like this. So you never know what impact you're going to have when you step out on a dare on your own and take a bold step for Krishna. Krishna always arranges. If you think you can't do it, do it anyway. Krishna will give you what you need. He always takes care of his devotee. Now, going back, going, coming up to date, um, in Dallas, when we had the incident in July 2016, and there was a very unfortunate shootout downtown, um, Dallas was in um, a state of turmoil. People were paranoid. They didn't want to go out. They didn't want to interact with the police department. Well, I get this idea. Always have these ideas. Um, if I acted on most of them, I'd probably be totally worn out, flat on my back. But I'm, I'm getting besides the point. The point is, I asked the temple management if it was acceptable to distribute the books after the uh, major incident. And, of course, as usual, I was given the go-ahead and the okay. So, again, I compiled some books, Bhagavad Gita, uh, a couple of other Srila Prabhupada's books, and my Srila Dave's books. And every police department in the Dallas area and in the surrounding area now have copies of our scriptures. Now, it, pro- it wasn't such a big thing to do. Anyone could have done it. But the point that I'm making is, here in text 13, we're talking about how to set up the Srimad Bhagavatam as a gift. And anyone can do it. And here I am randomly distributing books. It can be done. It's very important to distribute books. And what's even better is to read the book before you distribute them. You kind of like to know what you're giving people in the event that they have a question to ask you. And again, the point that I want to make is that Krishna is so kind that he gives us exactly what we need in the scriptures when we are when our consciousness is able to handle a certain amount of information and that we should never feel that we are not capable of sharing this information, even a little bit. If you're hearing this right now, you are very fortunate, not because I'm sitting here, but because I've been given the opportunity to share the scriptures with you. 
Now, all of this you may not understand, but you have been given an opportunity to hear it. And you're also given an opportunity to purchase the books. Um, we have our books set up outside the door. And we also have um, devotees that are managing the books. But it's not just all about the books. It's about spreading the word. Spreading the understanding of how one can come to the level of knowing who they are, where they're from, what their connections are, what their potencies are, and not so much their potencies. We don't get into what we're capable of doing, uh, mystical things. It's not necessary. Those things will come, but they're not absolutely necessary. On the devotional path in serving Krishna, so many things will be available to us. And the nice part about it is doing something that most of us are not very easily capable of doing, and that's surrendering to someone. Usually when you say surrender to someone, it means you're dropping your guard and you're letting someone else not so much take over, but give you instructions on how to do this and how to do that. Well, it's not acceptable if you allow the wrong person or the wrong organization to do it. But when you surrender to the Lord, when you surrender to Krishna, who has, unbeknownst to most of us, taken care of us lifetime after lifetime, even if we didn't realize it was Krishna, that was taking care of us, there should be some degree of faith that you have in the Lord. And speaking of faith, if you have just a little bit, what is it the saying? Uh, faith is small as a mustard seed, very tiny seed. Krishna will help you reinforce that faith, and it will grow, but it's a choice. You're given choices like children are given choices. We are still babies as far as spiritual consciousness and awareness goes. And if you have enough faith, Krishna will reveal to you certain truths. And those things or those truths should build up your confidence in the fact that the Lord does exist And from time to time, you will get examples. You will have little miracles occur. But you have to be aware and you have to have your eyes open. And you have to surrender in such a way that you are giving yourself to the Lord. And you're not really expecting anything back. You just want to know how to connect yourself with the Lord, how to get back, eventually, how to get back home, back to Godhead. That's really what you want to know. But it's possible to kind of have a minimal existence of a little heaven on earth when you become devotees and you understand the process of bhakti yoga. So I'll end with this point again. 
Krishna is so kind that he approaches us where we are, and we're all in different places at different points in time. We should only be competing with ourselves, our best, last performance, whatever it was. But understand that, that every single one of us is part of a huge family, and that's the God-conscious or Krishna-conscious family, and that when we come to that understanding, even if some of the world comes to that understanding, it can actually be peaceful on earth until it is time that we no longer need the earth as a residence. The Lord is very kind. If you take the time to know him, take time out and read. Take advantage of good devotee association. That is so important. And I mentioned it last week that even if you understand the scriptures, even if you can quote it, quote them back and forth, the shlokas, just randomly. It means absolutely nothing to anyone if you cannot properly have association with your family. And we're all one big family, which means that we should be in a mood of love for each other, proper love for each other but we should understand that we are all connected in some way. So I'm going to end with um, text 13. I'd like to read it again, just in case I went off track with my thoughts. Again, if on the full moon day of the month of Bhadra, one places Srimad Bhagavatam on a golden throne and gives it as a gift, he will attain the supreme transcendental destination. One should place, and this is the purport, one should place Srimad Bhagavatam on a golden throne because it is the king of all literature. On the full moon day of the month of Bhadra, the sun, which is compared to this king of literatures, is present in the constellation Leo, and looks as if raised up on a royal throne. According to astrology, the sun is said to be exalted in the sign of Leo. Thus, one may unreservedly worship Srimad Bhagavatam, the supreme divine scripture. So this ends text 13, chapter 13 of Canto 12. You are, Prabhu, you are welcome to have, uh, to make a comment. Do you have any questions? None. Thank you for being here. Uh, it is always, it, for most of us, it is definitely, unless you were brought up in the family of the International Society of Krishna Consciousness. And unless you are in the habit of waking up early to go to work, it can be a challenge sometimes just to get up 
and come even to class. And I'm always very appreciative of anyone that's here whenever I have an opportunity to sit before the Lord and share the scriptures. And I also understand that if no one shows up physically, materially, if my eyes can't see them, whenever the scriptures are read, there is always a presence of the demigods. And they're here to listen, to hear the scriptures. So we'll end at this point. Shri Mag Bhagavatam Ki Jai, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Gaur Pramananda.